up guys, my name's Sean, I'm the host of the NFT Talks podcast and today we've got a guest that has been requested by quite a few people. Uh, it's Krista Kim, she's a digital artist based out in Toronto and she's responsible for the NFT called Mars House which is the first digital NFT house that was sold on Super Rare for just over $500,000. So it's a moment in history. If you're an artist, if you're interested in how to create NFTs, if you're interested in augmented reality, if you're interested in just to hear about the story and how that whole, that whole moment came about, make sure you stay tuned in. So make sure you subscribe, leave your comments below and share the podcast and let's help build this community. Now I'm here with, I call all my guests amazing, but I've been waiting uh, for this guest to come on for a while. I know we've had a, a few complications, but I'm happy to have you on. I've actually got Krista Kim here, uh, who is an artist based out in Toronto, uh, and she is responsible for the creation of the NFT called Mars House. Now Mars House is the first NFT digital house ever uh, <laughs> as an NFT, so it's, you're making statements within the NFT space, um, and I'm just happy to have you on there. So first of all, Congratulations, um, and obviously the, and the creation. We're going to go into that and talk about what's happened with that. Uh, and then just introduce yourself a little bit and just tell everyone a little about yourself. Yeah, so um, I've been a digital artist since 2013. I, I used to practice uh, Japanese-style abstract uh, expressionism, and uh, I trained in that in Tokyo. I lived in Tokyo for four years, and it was there when I had an artistic epiphany when I was at a Zen garden in Kyoto. And I basically learned that what we see and art, the space between the rocks, the garden, the way it's composed, that becomes a mirror of the mind. And so things that we see become a mirror of the mind. And so, you know, in our, in our digital environment, you know, everything is so uh, chaotic. Uh, we have, you know, data pollution, we have data surveillance, capitalism. Um, it gets kind of toxic after a while, right? Even though it's fantastic that we have so much information at our fingertips, it's, it, it can also be kind of inhumane. And so I actually wanted to create art that is like an antidote to the, the relentless distraction, the relentless, uh, you know, um, trying to vie for our attention, right? So um, I want to create digital Zen. Okay. Right. Okay. So, yeah. That's <laughs> I, I, like, I, love, in fact, I love that concept. I, I totally agree with you. Uh, I've got, a, I understand that technology is taking us away from connecting to each other in, in the way we should. Um, yeah. obviously with the social media and whatnot, we're not going to go off on a tangent away from that, but it needs to be mm. spoke about because technology is rapidly evolving and we're, we're surrounding ourselves with it and everything we do is with technology. So we just need to really pay, pay attention and take care of how we use it because it's how people use it. I would say is, is the problem. Yeah. Uh, they abuse it and, because. <laughs> and how it's designed. I, I would actually blame the designers. You know, what's the mm -hmm. intention of these platforms? Everything is a question of design, right? And yeah. if you have a good design that, that facilitates dialogue and consensus, mm. right? Then, then you're, then you're going to have people actually partaking in those behaviors. But if you have a platform that only uh, wants to feed off of your data. And so they, they use like, um, you know, sensationalist uh, news or, or, you know, algorithms to get you really heated up and emotional about different yeah. topics, you know what I mean? So that's the problem. It's a question of design. 
questions now. Okay, I'll, 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 I'll agree with you on that. I, I do believe that it is, it's, yeah, with intention, it's designed with intention. And, yes. and your your intention is to bring that back, uh, that connect to, yeah. connect to that food. For I, for my, my intention is that I want healing yeah. and I want the sublime through digital, right? Mm. I, want, I want to connect to the human element of who we are as human beings through digital. And that was my... My study, I did my master's um, uh, back in 2013, and that was my thesis, light and the sublime, right? How can okay. we have a sublime experience using the digital medium? And that's something I've been on a journey so far ever since then in trying to capture. Okay, so that, that's led you into, um, I mean, I'm sure you did a lot more with that, but I mean, that's led you to the NFT world. Um, yes. When did you first hear about NFTs and what was your first thought about NFTs? I mean, that's always an interesting question to ask a creator. <laughs> well, okay, so it's all related to the Mars house. Let's, let's speak in the context of Mars house. So last year, 2020 March, you know, height of the lockdowns, right? Yeah. You know, we're all in the, around the world, kind of like, what the hell? We're all locked down. And I'm here in my condo in Toronto, and I'm like, uh, you know what? I am going to build my dream home and escape into a beautiful place. So that's what I did for three okay. months. I worked on this project hired a freelancer to, to render it for me. I did all the sketches, all the designs. I integrated my art, like you see behind me, I integrated my art, my digital video installations as the actual architectural structure of the house because I wanted to build a house that heals, Yeah. right? I wanted to integrate my art into it. And my art is all about meditativeness and sound frequency, healing, getting into an altered state of consciousness. I wanted the house to be sort of like a monument or a temple of that experience, right? Through digital. So that's the Mars house. You know, I could actually foresee micro LED ceilings and walls, like entire walls, substrates, like that technology is so good now and it's only gonna get better. Yeah. And I mean, with the rise of digital art, you know, you're only gonna see more and more people like with digital walls, right? In their yes. houses, so it's coming. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then, you know, I, I sat on that project. It was finished, last, completed last May. And I, I wanted to go into more of a design expansion because I've done a uh, collaboration with Lanvin and that sort of inspired me to expand my art into different areas, you know, architecture, okay. design, fashion. Yeah. December rolls around and, you know, people are talking about the money printing. It's out of, you know, overboard. And I'm like, okay, I, I've got to look into Bitcoin. <laughs> what is Bitcoin? Because I need alternatives for my investments, right? Yes. So. Here I am in, you know, like um, researching Bitcoin. And then I, of course, research Ethereum and I learn about the beauty of these decentralized, uh, you know, financial systems. And, and I was completely hooked. I'm, I'm so in, right? <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm a crypto freak. Yeah. And I believe in the crypto revolution. So the whole movement of decentralization fascinated me. And I'm like, the art world needs to be decentralized. The art world needs to have uh, you know, some kind of a blockchain element in, built into the system because I've been screwed over so many times by art agents and galleries, you have no idea, like not okay. getting paid, ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so I, I Googled um, blockchain art and NFTs popped up. Okay. And then Super Rare popped up. And then I right away applied to Super Rare. And then I was whitelisted for February intake. So bam, there I was in the scene. And yeah. I was really excited because I am not crypto punk. Like I am so, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rothko, okay? Like I'm James Terrell. Like I'm, I'm that family. I'm not like, yeah. you know, so it was nice to like be there and just make a statement of who I am and, and mm. create, you know, a new expansion of the NFT 
art, you know, diaspora or the scene, right? Yeah. The umbrella. So it, it, that was fantastic. And then Mars House. So the idea of Mars House and minting it as a first NFT house in the metaverse came to me after I had a conversation with Rich Lotlikar of Superworld App. Okay, and that's he, augmented reality side, is it? Yeah. So Superworld App yeah. is the world portal into AR. Okay, okay. so they have yeah. completely mapped the entire globe and created an interface of augmented reality, so you could upload digital assets anywhere in the world, and you can also buy digital real estate based on the real world. Okay. Right. Yeah. So people who purchase a virtual plot of land will monetize on that plot of land through all of the, you know, the, you know, you'll have like gaming there, you'll have like NFT sales, any monetization on that plot of land, the owner gets a percentage of. So it's, it's really great because you're democratizing the ownership of the world, yeah. right? So it's pretty cool. And so I loved it. And Rich told me about this. I was like, oh, I was like, wow, my mind was blown. And I saw, of course, I saw the next generation of NFTs is 3D digital assets and augmented reality and, and virtual reality, like XR, right? Yeah. So Essentially, I thought Mars House, yeah, like it, Mars House is a 3D house that mm. you can actually upload into AR. So I'm like, that is an NFT and that is the future. So that's when I put it up on it Super and... So did you think, okay, what do you, be honest, I mean, okay, then, so we, moving forward, we know that Mars House sold for a substantial amount of uh, yes. money. So it was over just over $500,000, which was, yeah. is amazing. Um, yeah, it was a record think, at the time. Yeah, at the at time, the time is, it's yes, gone ooh, crazy. It's gone, but e even even so, it's it's a, a yeah. large amount of money. I mean, I'm not sure about your background yeah. beforehand. Were yeah. you selling pieces of art for that amount before? No, that okay. was my first major sale. Yeah. Ridiculous. So um, yeah. that's groundbreaking. I mean, first of all, I want to know how you felt at the time that that short experience of when you that taught me for that experience of when it actually happened and what did you do? I mean, because um, you're a human being, I'm sure. Oh. <laughs> Yes, I was, I was very, I, I was like, yeah, of course I was like, yes, right. I was like, really, <laughs> I was like, wow, like, this is an incredible marketplace is what I thought. I was like, mm -hmm. the opportunities here, if you can actually create groundbreaking work, like mm -hmm. really, if you, if you can really strategize as an artist, plan properly, you could really do well in the space. And that's what I know. Right. Mm -hmm. And so. You know, when I minted when I minted the piece, I didn't have any. I I was new to the space. I you know I didn't know anyone really yeah. at all. So it was really amazing that Art on Internet discovered my art like the day after I minted Mars House. Just scooped up a bunch of my work, and uh, and then he put a bid in bid in for Mars House, and I'm like, I reached out to him yeah. just so I can have a conversation about yeah. what it is. So yeah. we had this really deep conversation. He told me about his story. It's all about the group. It's actually, um, you know, it's, it's a group. It's a, it's a foundation on yeah. an internet to support okay. art of the future. So okay. they're not just buying art to flip it and, you know, to make short-term gains or like a crypto, you know, um, you know, currency, right? Art to them is about actually investing in, uh, you know, thought leadership and vision of the future. Um, in the art artist career, you know, really focusing on the career of the artist and nurturing that. And I, I really appreciated that. Then, of course, on my side, there was so much since uh, synergy because you know I believe that art can change the world, right? And and through you know the Mars House, I actually wanted to finance 
um, a tour of meditative healing art installations because we need that around the world. Like we need, we need a, a movement of digital art that brings us together because digital has been tearing us apart for all this time, right? The Capitol yeah. riots is the perfect cataclysmic example of what happens when technology runs amok and we have no control over our emotions and we're not being mindful of what we're actually participating in as, as a you know platform of technology, right? Yeah. So we need tech that is humane. We need tech that is about you know bringing people together that is good for us. And so I wanted Mars House to represent that. And also I'm doing a tour, a world tour with Jeff Schroeder, who is from the Smashing Pumpkins. He also yeah. scored the music of the Mars House. Yeah. We're doing a world tour together. And we're also bringing in CP Productions. They do Live Nation. So we're actually creating a tour globally to, you know. Is but this going to be a phys- not- Is this going to be an actual tour? Is this going to be yeah, a virtual tour? This is, a, this, is, this is both. It's going okay, to be both. physical. Okay. It's going to be XR. Everything's XR now, yes, right? Yes, yeah. Okay, yeah. But we want to do physical, and we also want to have augmented reality in places where we cannot be. Can We can't just be everywhere, but we can have it as an ex- installation for all people to access yeah. and, and enjoy, right? So here's the thing. Um, we basically, you know, came to an agreement that, uh, you know, the, the funds for the Mars House should go to a foundation and support this tour. Yeah. And I believe that all art, all NFT art can go in this direction where artists can lead, you know, social impact projects and sell the art to finance those projects. And I think that's the way we're going to make positive change in the world. Yeah. And I think it's, it's really going to make an incredible <clears throat> dent in all the problems that we have in the world, right? find effective solutions and we could even create DAOs. Imagine yeah. DAOs like around the world, people who feel helpless at home, can't do anything about the environment. You think, oh my God, there's so much plastic in the ocean, but I feel helpless. What can I do here? I'm one person. Mm-hmm. Well, you can create DAOs and you can create real change through real action. Okay. So yeah, it's 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 interesting, but it, may, it makes complete sense. Like you know, what <clears throat> the approach you're taking with art is art's been around for, it's from 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 ever from that we've, we've always created art and this is where we've always expressed ourselves. And instead of going against you, you mentioned about digital is tearing us apart. But instead of going against it, because you can't fight it, no. so instead against it, you need to embrace it and to make sure art is a part of what's going on. So you still can yeah. play your part to influence and 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 help people, and you're going to use it to help people in the future. Am I right? When yeah. in regards to where that's you, techism. That is okay. techism. Okay. Yeah, and that's so, that's something you you, that's you said you. Explain just explain to me just about a bit about that because that's I'm, I'm definitely interested. I meant I've seen you put it on your site and techism and yeah. explain to uh, the audience a bit about what that is and why you're doing that too. Also, so in 2014, I wrote this manifesto about mm. techism, and the reason why I did it's because I saw that the fang companies were becoming really powerful. And even back in 2013, it was very subtle. Okay, they're yeah. building power. Yeah, but data is power. That is the new measurement of power in the world. Whomever owns your whomever owns your data controls you. Yes. Okay. So we have to understand that data sovereignty is a human right. It should be written into the human rights code globally, but it's not because it's invisible and people are still very ignorant about yeah. what data means. It's yeah. it's our private information, and yeah. it's it's a currency now, right? And yes. these companies, a lot of companies like Facebook, are making billions of dollars because of this data. They're taking it from us for free. 
right? We're giving we it be monetized. We, we, we don't, the take, we're giving it for free. Like us, even down to the points, <laughs> our statuses, everything we put, they take all the information, how long we're on yeah. there for and everything. I mean, I don't, I don't think a lot of people are aware. I know there's documentaries on Netflix that try to make people aware of it, but genuinely it's a bit too late because people are hooked. So I think they just kind of dismiss. I don't think it's too late. Oh, no. I mean, for people to, for people not to use it, if you just, I don't think people yeah. are just going to go, I'm not going to use this platform anymore right. because of this. There is very good too- point. Right. It's very good point. There's mass adoption and you can't yeah. just erase that. Right. That's yeah. true. But what you can do. Is, okay. So techism is about, imagine if there's an artist at the boardroom of Facebook, it would be a very different company than it is now because yeah. artists are always thinking about humanity and the connection of technology to, to humanity. We need that bridge. Okay. Yeah. Otherwise, if you only have technocrats and engineers and businessmen creating tech that actually be, affects our social behaviors and our culture, like they're in the tech, they're in the business of culture creation, whether they know it or not. Yeah. Right. So art needs to be there or else it would become a blunt instrument of commerce that alienates the human population. Mm. Art is what bridges the technology to humanity and makes it for humanity, <laughs> gives it that vision, like that, that ethos, mm. right? At, right at the inception. So I think that right now, artists should stop only focusing on painting and sculpture and just NFTs. Also think about the creation of a new civilization and how you can contribute to that in an effective way as an advisor, um, you know, get out there, write you know, essays, do podcasts, like get out there, talk about how technology should actually enhance human life and be mm. good for us, right? Mm. Not make us the product. Yeah. So what, what's your thoughts on, okay, then, so what is your actual thoughts on NFTs? And because I would I would also say, not argue, I'll bring a point across to yourself with that. NFTs is allowing utilization uh, with smart contracts, which is going to be able, enable people to engage in a different way that we've never before. So it's evolution. Things are changing. It's the way we have, we evolve. Like, even though we we probably not met face-to-face, but we're connecting through the screen. Um, and it is a, a way of connecting. It is a way of connecting, isn't it? And we would never be able, I'm able to connect to you without being in the same country as yourself, which was never possible before. So we could argue that technology is, is enabling us to tech, connect to people that oh, yeah. more that more so than ever so what about that side of it i mean because you, you know just you just mentioned art but i feel that is it just art that's going to help or is it, so, is it the way people use the technology yeah. yeah you're right so so basically you know um since uh you know since 2020 since i discovered decentralization and the power mm. of blockchain the power of nfts i realized that we are now basically going to create an incredible new world and we have a second chance we can actually do it right so decentralization is going to take centralized power out of like you know just one company controlling everything i think the people can actually have a have a equity you know and actual voting rights for how a company or how an organization operates and that is true democracy that is true egalitarianism It, it is a capitalist system that is streamlined and trustless based, right? Mm. So it's a beautiful trustless based system where you're not relying on people in the middle to operate it, right? We want streamlined systems and we want to get rid of the the fat, the middle layer that that can actually become gatekeepers, the intermediaries. So we're disintermediating everything. We're streamlining everything. 
We're making everything trustless-based and automatic, yeah. which is beautiful, which is amazing. Because mm. look at the banking system. It's, it's a perfect example. We don't need the central banks. We can just make all of these transactions person to person around mm. the globe instantaneously, right? We don't need middlemen. And yeah. so that is going to permeate into every industry around the world. And that's going to just take over. But that's beautiful, right? Because yeah, it, it serves us. And the capital that we save can then be reinvested into our communities because we could, we could start building beautiful communities again. We don't have to focus on putting up fires and fighting each other. Mm. We can focus on building and creation. And that's yeah. what I'm excited about. NFTs are not only art. NFTs are going into the foundational systems of how we're going to live our lives every day in a trustless-based way so that we can focus on creating an epic life, yeah. right? And so when I think about Superworld, I'm thinking about like 3D digital assets that are programmable, that have AI. Yeah. Okay. Even metaverse beings, okay? Like people who actually serve us and help us uh, you know, advise us, confidants, uh, you know, pets, relationships with mm -hmm. digital beings, right? And that, even that on that level is going to get to a point where we're going to have our metaverse home with our metaverse friends and our real friends. We congregate wheels of AR where there's interoperability of the same NFTs going into AR so we can enhance our real life, wake up in the morning, you know, we, we have our personal assistant, yeah. you know, and everything is like automated, you know, we don't have to like stress about, you know, the stupid details of life, everything is taken care of. <clears throat> I think that AR is actually going to be really incredible with these 3D digital assets because you have fashion, you wear these glasses. Yeah, yeah. The AR glasses from Apple are gonna come out once they do. The world has changed. I feel that, and what I do feel that is NFTs, I feel, with technology, um, it, different tech comes out and they they complement each other. And I feel that NFTs complement AR, virtual reality, and it's gonna, oh, yeah. it's gonna open doors for the masses, uh, rather yeah. than because virtual reality, let's face it, VR has been around for years, AR has been yes. around for years, but it's been, we've had little drops and specs and no one's actually using it every day, but I feel that yeah. with NFTs, when with eventually when everyone starts using it, it's going to open the doors for things like this, and then mm -hmm. it will be the norm, I guess, uh, because things. And how soon do you think that will be? Oh God, within a few years. Like within a few years, not sooner. Um, you know, you're already seeing huge money being invested into metaverse platforms right yes. now. Yeah. So it all the money is going into metaverse right now. Metaverse is the new VC hot thing. Mm. Okay, yeah. so um, I would say within a couple of years, you're going to have really incredible platforms uh, in XR, both you know the VR platforms. Yeah. And um, and uh, I mean, Superworld's going to be beyond within two years. It's going to be something incredible. We so <clears throat> Superworld's exciting because we have we have a real mission. Yeah. Very simple. We want to make a better world. We want our AR experience to enhance our real lives and enrich our real lives, right? Mm -hmm. And there are many different verticals of doing that. There's art, of course, experience, but mm -hmm. there's also medical, okay? Mm -hmm. There's also education, there's real estate, there's everything. It's a world. 
And there's you, so many so, ways we can enhance it. When you say yeah. a better world, though, what what do you mean by a better world? Because that that everyone, mm. that would be down to opinion, wouldn't it? And okay, there could be mm. two hundred people in that in that company designing that better mm -hmm. world, and it, from their perspective, it'll be a better world. But in from the other five, maybe thousand people, that meant they might be a better world for them. So, who is it for? When you say a better world, what do you actually mean by that? Yeah. So you have like you basically it's the participants in the world. And everyone that, so basically you have a lot of like artists, for example, who've come to the platform and they yeah. just want to create beautiful, stunning experiences for people, right? Mm -hmm. And you have your filters, you can have beautiful exhibitions, you can sell your NFTs, you've got museums and you've got brands who want to come in. And instead of using the same repetitive model before like pre-COVID, yeah. right? Uh, you know, just having blaring ads, right? There should be more. You can actually have meaningful community interaction through the metaverse. Mm -hmm. It's about building community now. You know, it's yes. about adding value to mm -hmm. people's lives through community and then building that and communicating. And it's all about that now. And I think Gen Z, especially, and, and Gen Alpha, this is a generation that is going to get this and they will want mm -hmm. metaverse interaction and they want meaningful experiences and brands and the whole world, everyone participating is gonna co-create and collaborate. The new world is about decentralization, co-creation, collaboration, those three key pillars. And that's mm -hmm. going to be all over the metaverse space. So SuperWorld's all about that. You know, we're, we're open, we wanna have like meaningful, and also the NFTs, we actually want every NFT to impact the real world positively, right? Yeah. So for every, every plot of land that's sold, we donate, we plant a tree in the world. We, mm. want, uh, we want actual on the ground NGOs to be attached to all the art that we, you know, we sell on the platform and at least encourage that culture of mm. like giving back, right? With every NFT and have that, that NGO on the blockchain. So with repeated sales, they keep, they keep, you know, the, uh, the support coming, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's not like a one-stop thing. It's a culture of giving, right? Yeah. And so <clears throat> we are actually supporting um, uh, an art exhibition uh, to support the, the Flint community to support, you know, the clean water for Flint, Michigan, because okay. they had a okay. major lead poisoning problem, like in 2018, yeah. like the city's taken care of like all the, uh, you know, the, the main waterway pipes, yeah. but the, the houses still need uh, to be changed. There's still lead in the pipes of the houses. So there's a campaign that we want to support to actually help the households finance the, you know, the changing of the lead pipes. Mm -hmm. And so we have um, artists that are doing AR uh, show during the Flint Water Festival to raise funds, sell the NFTs that go gives toward that, uh, to, toward that cause, yeah. written in the blockchains that's continuously supporting that effort. It's a first, okay? It's the first, it's gonna be July 2nd, okay. the first time, but this is just the beginning because once we, once we do one, we want others to be inspired to create on their own. And it's all about you. You go out there, you create your own event and you know, you you make an impact. And you know, it's it's all about that freedom to create on your own on the platform. It's the world. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I do. What what do you think is um 
what do you think is needed to help grow this space? I mean, you've touched on a, a, quite a, a few things in regards to the environment and how we how we're going to use art to Im- improve the real world and whatnot, which makes complete yeah. sense. Um, but what what <laughs> I would say is one of the things personally is that I feel that lack of understanding for an NFT, <laughs> which yes. it comes down to it, is um, that in order to hit the mainstream, yeah. people do not understand NFTs. Never mind, they don't even understand crypto and some people are scared of crypto and scared of change and whatnot. So what do you think is needed uh, to kind of like, just to, to tackle that in, in your eyes? What kind of thing? Well, we, we just need to, um, you know, you know, just keep moving forward and, yeah. uh, you know, make, make inroads and make changes and make, you know, disruptive uh, systems that, that prove that this model is better than the old. And I think DeFi, I think we're, yeah. we're basically going to see DeFi really open people's eyes to the possibilities of what NFTs are and blockchain, right? Yeah. But I think that, you know, art is not a great example. I think that there's a lot of like glitz and glamour, right, related to it. I think it's fantastic, but it's not the only thing. It's just people are relating NFTs to art too much, but it's yes. beyond <laughs> that. It's, it's all into revolutionizing systems, like entire enterprise systems, mm-hmm. right? That we actually depend on, right? Um, even governance, yeah. <clears throat> which is a very controversial thing to say, I know. But if you look at like voting systems, I mean, if they were just on blockchain and through NFTs, that would basically reduce the time Trans- and effort and- <laughs> transparency yeah real true democracy that's yeah. not uh right tampered with it's yeah. immutable unfortunately we see that you know people who want to stay in power perhaps don't want to change a system that favors them their you know their situation but change is coming and yeah. you know it's inevitable like i don't think we have to put too much effort we just have to you know create those systems and i think real estate is another interesting one yeah. there's a there's an app called uh, Proppy, Proppy. when you say real estate is this real estate in the real world in regards to like fractionalization of the nfts or oh that that's that's actually a good point also there should be fractionalized ownership of everything and mm-hmm. actually nfts enables that and that's a very good example and yeah. art would be wonderful like museums are actually going out of business right now because of covid right mm. so a lot of them have to sell their beautiful collections why not allow the community to have fractionalized ownership of the work in yeah. the museum it's their community right um but with real estate it's really interesting because there was the first house that was auctioned on Proppy.ai. Um, it's an, it's an, it's basically a blockchain, um, you know, real estate NFT platform. So this house was sold as an NFT from the Ukraine uh, on this platform, and it's the first. Okay. So I think that real estate transactions are 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 definitely going to be the next NFT market that's really going to take shape because okay. it's so easy to buy a house and you know on blockchain than, yeah, than it, in real life yeah it is <laughs> and the thing is it's, it almost it is pretty much i mean with the i use always use it as, as an example with buying a house you have a deed and that would be your token yeah. 
Um, yeah. You don't. It doesn't need to go to the land registry. You've just got it on the blockchain. You don't. You, you see who owns it and whatnot. It's much. It just makes sense. A lot of things with NFTs. It just, it just makes things make sense. What things you may have not thought about because you've always done it that way. You change right. and um, people don't question it. But I think, like I said, change is coming, and these things change will be applied when people open their eyes and, and see what it really is. Um, yeah. So yeah. The I'm revolution. <laughs> the revolution is peaceful. And it is efficient. Yes. It's peaceful. It is. Because it's decentralized. There's no target. You can't attack an enemy that's decentralized, right? Yeah. I think the only thing that people may push back at the moment is the whole um, NFTs, environment, blockchain. But obviously there's, with proof of stake yeah. and whatnot, these things are in right. the process of being solved. Um, right. You've got, to, you've got to allow time for things to change and grow and to adjust so i don't think people should um point the finger at nfts for the for that simple case because like i said pr proof of stake things evolve things get better and that's what's happening so i think when that comes along i think people obviously warm to the idea and not uh, be focused on the the environment and giving money back to the environment from the yes. nfts kind of uh, yeah. Yeah, counteracts that doesn't it yeah and I, I think that that should be like just a cultural, uh, you know, standard. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think that that we have to set that standard now. Like it, right? And I, yeah, I, I, the traditional art world was um, was all about, you know, uh, purchasing large large pieces. Sorry, right, purchasing though. large pieces and uh, putting it in your in your large house. I yeah. think that the future of art and art collecting will be purchasing art to change the world. Okay, I like that. I like that. And it's a good right? <laughs> I do like that. And I think when we take that approach, especially with, like I said, with you to the younger generation as they're coming up, they care about the environment. They care. They're more of, they're more yeah. like the community. They care about what people are doing, what people are saying. So they were warm to this, this idea. They were warm to it. I believe it because mm. think about this, um, you know, Okay, so I have two kids. My my kids are 13 and 11. Yeah. My daughter's always on Roblox, right? Yeah. And so when she's on Roblox, I, I really pay attention to this platform. And it's fascinating to me because the kids of that generation that are on Roblox, what they're learning is co-creation. They're learning to give and create and contribute to a community, yeah, right? True. They're not building. a passive, they're building, <laughs> right. they're builders, yeah. right? And it's creative. If we're teaching kids, to be creators on a platform and part of a community that does not go away that mm. is only going to become more of a standard of way of thinking and the way that they process and actually live their lives so the future is going to be about that it's going to be about co-creation about okay there's a problem that we want to tackle let's get together and do something about it with a DAO. yeah let's let's actually build in this world and make it a better place because we are empowered to do that now because there was no other um, system available for people to actually like be involved in a project and be like at the center of a project, like DAOs allow you to do it. Yes. So, and it's trustless, right? So you, you can trust that your money's going to the right place. You know, it's transparent, every transaction. So it's going to change everything. And it's, it's, a, it's a welcome change. It is, it is. Talk to me a bit about what I want to gain a bit of a knowledge from yourself um, for the listeners, because I, I have a lot of creators contacting myself asking about the NFT oh. space. 
mm-hmm. how to do different things, how to how to sell an NFT. What tips, what do's and don'ts would you give um, to a, a creator? What starting with do's, what do's if someone coming into this space, whether they're established outside of the NFT world, because mm-hmm. we, we also got to cater for them guys, because there are guys that they, they're unable to transfer what they've got in the real world to the NFT space that are there. So what what advice would you give them? So are you asking about curators or artists? Artists. Artists, artists. okay. Artists, yeah. So for artists, I, I think that it's important to um, to really research and understand the medium, yeah. right? And and how it relates to your practice, right? So, you know, if if you're a painter, for example, and you want to create an NFT, you can actually attach your paintings or sculptures to an NFT. But what what is that NFT actually representing? Is it representing the 2D or you're going to make a 3D? I mean, there are many, there are many options. It's endless. So take your time and really, really know what your strategy will be in terms of like how you're going to create and express yourself through this medium, right? Mm-hmm. And you can collaborate, which is the beautiful thing. If you're not a 3D artist yourself, you can collaborate with 3D artists and yeah. you can collaborate with music artists too to create the music. So it really is more experiential, the NFT, right? Yeah. It's an experience. So take that in mind. It's a different medium because the NFT is more than just a 2D thing. It's mm-hmm. an experience. And eventually when you get into metaverse, you have to also consider that your work will live in the metaverse too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so just understand how your art will live into the future. And it's going to be you know, permanent and it's going to be, you know sent out into the cosmos forever right would you say that is your was that was that your strategy with mars house then because i noticed that you collaborated with um it was yeah, dirt dirt robot for the so you got the you tapped into the illustrator side of it um, yes i living, did living i did a wonderful house. yeah i did a wonder i love dirty robot and uh i love his work and uh he's he's a wonderful artist based in 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 japan yeah um I, we, we decided actually before I launched Mars House, I, I had the idea of like doing a story around the Mars House. Like what would it be yeah. like to have like this and romantic getaway for three and four nights in the Mars House as a couple. So I, I love Daft Punk and you know, I thought, yeah, yeah. you know what, let's just do a Daft Punk spin on this and plan a, plan a weekend with a blowout party at the end, yeah. right? So, so we, we had a fun time. It was so much fun creating this story. And a lot of the art in the space, uh, especially on a, a platform like Super, it's a one of one. So you don't have a chance to really tell a story, right? Mm-hmm. So we, we kind of wanted to break ground and say, you know what? Let's make a seven part story okay. from finish to end, like just going through, a, you, know, you know, a story. Is, still, is, that still still, is it all still in one NFT though? That seven part story. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. All the seven parts okay. are one NFT. Yeah. And it's it's never you know this is like weird like people are like you know I don't know it's like yeah. it's like a, it's a new thing but I love the experimentation. Mm. I love to just disrupt and experiment you know and yeah. push the boundaries like that's this is what, this is what I think it's that's about, what we're supposed it? to do. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, <laughs> exactly. it's early. I think this is what people like yourself and even everybody's just supposed to experiment. This is the only way we're going to find out uh, the true use cases, what we can do, what works, what doesn't work. And I think it's the early adopters like yourself. um, It's important to experiment so you can pass the message on for people down the line, entering the space and and say, well, we don't do this because I think it's important for us to talk about what we shouldn't do also. Um, Mm to protect people because a lot of people enter the space right. and I thought I thought that's happened already to a certain extent 
people trying to make a quick book um yeah in the space so, not selling yeah. and fit, leaving the space with a bit, bitter taste in their mouth yeah so you're yeah so if you're actually not an artist mm. um and you're just wanting to make a quick buck uh it's not going to work let's just put it that way yeah. you're better off waiting uh for the for the space to to mature that you can where you can create uh, just objects you know cool objects yeah. uh not everything is going to be art like right now it's an early space the, the the focus is on the art but when we get into 3d digital assets you're going to go more into lifestyle objects yes. okay that people can just have you know around them because it makes their hearts sing right so that's where maybe people who are not artists can enter and, and do their thing but you can't expect people to purchase your work if it has no context history or aesthetic quality Mm. yeah <laughs> which is common sense yeah we say it's common sense <laughs> but the thing is i feel i feel that people look at the pieces of work that are sold for okay for example crypto punks anyone looking on crypto punks from the outside not understanding mm. the background where it come from how, yeah. where, where it's where what it started and it is is involved yeah. with the nft space they think oh, what is why would people why would anyone buy that for seven million or 19 million as a package why would people do that but you've got like i said you've got to understand do your research and what it represents because a lot of these pieces of art have been sold on buying into what it represents as even that you even yourself you admitted to you spoke to the collector you explained what it was and looking on the the surface of it you wouldn't you wouldn't get that from that but when you understand why right. you created it and you understand then it's a bit more meaningful and i think that that's how people buy art is by connecting Correct. Isn't it? So you're absolutely right. Yeah, so you're absolutely right. So yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, I, I agree. Um yeah, yeah. So what's next for you then? How do you top what you've done? I mean, because you've I mean, and it may not be on the, the finance side, but how do you keep pushing and what, what what is next for you? I love that question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do have a really awesome project coming up, and we're okay. launching it in July. Hmm. Uh, it's a collaboration, and uh, I'm not going to reveal too much, but I, like I said, my mission in the world is to create positive change through the NFT um, and to heal, heal the world. So there is a, there is a project, my next NFT is, is going to be incredible, and it will involve uh, uh, an architectural element too, uh, much like the Mars house. Um, but I'm also doing my tour. Right. So I'm launching my yes. tour in August in Toronto, August 20th to 22nd in the Fort York Museum. It's an, it's an, it's actually the one of the oldest British forts in Canada. Okay. It is the fort that actually established Toronto. Right. Mm. And um, so basically I'm creating this old colonial, uh, you know, you know, monument right of the past into a healing space for reconciliation into the future especially with the indigenous population okay right we have a lot of healing to do in canada from our broken past right um so basically uh i'm going to create a large scale 120 meter long led wall that's four meters high yeah. i'm going to create a healing sound and light installation jeff will play healing healing sound frequency music there live it'll be a mass art meditation we're inviting the indigenous community to come and heal 
We want a vision for the future that reconciles the past, looks to the future. So that is a world tour, that's continuum. And I'm gonna bring that you know, in, in different cities around the world because every place has their trauma. And I think yeah. now is the time to reconcile. Now is the time to move on from the past and heal in a positive way. Yeah, I think it's perfect timing for something like that, especially with off the back of the pandemic, even like I thought it's just a worldwide, you know, that's something that yes. relate to everyone's gone through. Um, absolutely, absolutely. I think that people are sick and tired of the injustices of the world. Yeah. And and people want to heal. People want to people want to heal. And I think there has to be grand symbolism and unity in, in these, you know, these efforts to heal collectively, culturally in our landscape. So that's what Continuum is about. And that's my, that's my other project. So we're going, we're starting in Toronto and then we're, we're going to build on that tour after the launch. Okay. Well, thank you. I think we just leave it on that, that point healing. Thank you. <laughs> As that we do need to heal. And um, I think that you've, like I said, it's always important to speak to people like yourself because if I didn't speak to you, you would just be the artist that created the first NFT digital house, whereas you're a lot more. You, I see you're out there connecting, making moves in the community, trying to make a massive contribution to the community, which is important. So um, uh, thank you and uh, congratulations on what you're doing. I look forward to seeing what you'll be doing in the future. Thank um, you. How can people connect with you? How, do, how can people reach out to yourself? What's the best form? I'm on Twitter. I'm on Twitter, uh, Krista underscore Kim. Yeah. And on Instagram, Krista.Kim. Google yeah. me. Uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I've got my website. Easiest way to connect with me is probably through Twitter. Uh, yeah. I'm really active there now, ever since I started the whole NFT thing, because I wasn't gone there before. NFTs. Yeah, they've got a big community on there, isn't it? Twitter's a big community for NFTs, isn't there? So if you're into yeah. it and you're into Twitter, you should yeah. come on there. Okay, well, thank you for coming on. Um, Obviously, hopefully we connect more in the in the future. We'll get you on for another episode, hear about what you've done with your tour, obviously the collaboration that you've got coming up. I look forward to that. Definitely going to keep an eye out for that. Um, yes. So, um, yeah, amazing things. Um, like I said, keep doing what you're doing. Um, and thank you. Thank you thank so you much. For, all right, then. Well, everyone, stay listening and stay blessed.